The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Feel it coming in the air. Yeah. And the screams from everywhere. Yeah. I'm addicted to the thrill. I'm ready. It's a dangerous Stop. love affair. Can't be scared when it goes down. Got a problem, tell me Stop. now. Only thing that's on my mind is who gonna this town tonight. Hey, welcome to the Carmen Lassie Sports Talk. We are live. It is a Friday. I got a... I'm not going to say special guest in here, but I got a guy in here. Doug says I've been messing up his name, and we've been friends for a long time. <laughs> he said I've been messing up his name, uh, his last name. What I've been saying, Brewer? It's Bramer, right? Uh, Bramer? It is Bramer, yeah. Bramer. I don't know. Brewer, you've come up with a couple different ones. I just never called you out on it. It's just, uh, see, I wouldn't let nobody, I wouldn't let anybody mess my name up. You can't, though. I, you know, I, so... I don't believe you for one that I've been <laughs> that I've been calling. Do we you. need to go to the archives? No, we don't need. That's, don't don't bring up old stuff. <laughs> yeah, but I've been uh, and Denbury said the same thing. He said I've been calling him. Uh, I don't know if I was messing up his first name or his last name, <laughs> but I didn't plan on, on him being around. So I really not. Have to, I really. But where's I'm from right buddy now? Brian Cloth. I don't need to know your name until I know you're gonna be around. <laughs> Welcome to the show, 888-346-9144. We got the gas man in- engineering us through. Uh, he's, I like when he engineers. I like when he do the show because he gets involved with the show. That's I, good. I, it is good, man. I like that's how Every other studio I've been in, it's been like that, except here. I mean, I'm not saying that's a bad thing. I'm just saying it's more, it's fun. It brings you, more entertainment to it. But you got the guy listening to the show and not just waiting for the commercials. So he, right. he listens to the show and he gets involved. Um Demery is not in the studio right now. He may be in traffic, although there was no traffic on the way no. that he would make. And there's no excuse because I came from Surprise, sir. Right, and you thought it was a traffic. See, the last time you was in it on the show, you it was at a 9 o'clock show, so there was traffic. Right. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you busting your butt to get here. But I think we played golf, too, maybe, that day. I'm not sure. No, no, okay. not that day. Well, we do got a lot to talk about. But first and foremost, let me say happy birthday to my mom. Yes. Today is her birthday. Um Look at this guy coming through the door, man! Come on in. Uh, it is her birthday. Happy birthday, mom! Yes. Up in uh, up in the skies, and oh, well, you know what? Just happy birthday, mom! And that was a beautiful picture on Facebook. You sir. like that? I did. That's what I did. Yeah. I don't know about that pager, but <laughs> uh, I'm going back to the pager, baby. <laughs> oh, you know what? I'm going back to the pager because I don't like talking to people anyway. I send them the voicemail. So talk to that. How about that? You don't even like talking to people on text. I do like talking text, but I don't like, you know, if I'm texting somebody, don't call me. There's a reason why I'm texting you. <laughs> hey, what are you doing? All right, I'm going to call now. Yeah, exactly. I don't, uh, people, if I'm texting you, don't call me. Don't call me. Unless it's a 911. If you put a 411, you got some information you want me to know or you want to tell me. I understand that. Or 911 is an emergency. Then, yeah, call me. But if you're just texting and talking, just, just keep texting. No, That makes sense. It does, except you now, know if I'm all, driving, you know all, but if you I'm know driving, codes. I know, but if I'm driving and I get a text from you <laughs> and I want to talk to you, I'm going to call you because texting and driving is bad. Oh, you got to say that. <laughs> <You> gotta, 
I'm not going to even tell people what you do for a living, but you got to say that. <laughs> Jim Lache walked into the show. He said I've been messing What's up his on? name for a long time, and mm-hmm. I, told, I told him you said the same thing. I've been messing up your name. You you do. No, I don't. You're known for that. No, I, I'm not the only one that even said that on this show. Who said that? Plenty of people. I don't believe that. Diane, Ooh. the last one. Popcorn. See, now you've got two gourmet popcorn. Right here. She's not on popcorn. I'm dropping Car- names. Carmel, oh. Carmel, yeah. Carmel Gourmet Carmel Popcorn. Home. Yeah. Dropping names. She said I messed up her name, too? Yeah, when you first met her, you messed up her name. Diane, uh, how you mess up Diane? Her last name, obviously. She said... She gave up telling you her last name, so she just Diane to you. Yeah, everybody just their first name to me until they, I need to know their second name, right? Pretty much. Yeah. Uh, we got a lot to talk about. We do. We got a lot to talk about. Uh, let's start with this. <clears throat> I want to start with the uh, basketball. I want to start with the Cleveland Cavaliers. Now it's been. Oh boy. We've uh, <laughs> now we've seen it. It's been talked about, <laughs> but you know I've been for Tuesday, Wednesdays, and Thursdays. Well, yeah, Wednesdays we're not on, but Tuesdays and Thursdays, Demery is in the studio, and I'm out at uh, Pinnacle High School training these college guys. But I wonder, I'm glad I'm, I'm like when I'm in the studio or on location somewhere, but there was an incident where LeBron James pushed his coach. I kind of felt somewhere about it, but all the publications, all the back, not, not the backlash, but the back story to it was that uh, he didn't want his coach to get attacked. LeBron is not Michael Jordan. He's not that. He's not. He's not Michael Jordan. And then we had conversation about yeah. who's who, who's who's the greatest of all time, or who's great. Mm-hmm. LeBron is great. I, I throw him in that great category. But pushing your coach as if is as if to say this is my team. The way he pushes coach, that's why you push your son. Look, I got this. I'll take care of this. He didn't push him like he that. He pushed him like that. Doug. It was the heat in the moment. Okay. David Black, right. about a but, good but, 211 pounds. LeBron James, 280. Means I mean, nothing. I'm 211. Some, he couldn't push me like that. It's science, man. Somebody, some people going to move a little, little more <laughs> but than look, they should. Sometimes a coach getting a tech fires up the team. Not LeBron saying, huh, get out the way I got this. It's okay. Maybe that's my strategy to get thrown out the game to see how y'all respond to that. Right. And looking at the video, it, it's hard to tell. It's not a forceful push. All right? It's not like he tripped over himself into the chair. It looked like he needed a neck brace. It looked like he needed a neck brace after that push. And looking at it, and I'm watching it right now, <laughs> it's a casual go sit down. We don't need this right now. I've got it. Now, is that wrong or right of LeBron? That's wrong. He's just protecting his coach. He ain't protecting his coach. He's he protecting says. LeBron. He's protecting the this is the same guy. Was this was this the Phoenix Suns game? It was. Yeah. This is the same guy <laughs> who haven't played up until there, and then, then he shows up at the um, the the college championship game. Right. So he had no choice but to play in that game. But then he comes like he never missed two weeks of basketball. Then he comes back like. He never missed two weeks of basketball. And LeBron got two or three extra guys on his team that he could have been spending time with. If you're talking about winning or if you're talking about David Blatt having more authority as a coach than just a guy as a face of a team until that chemistry works for Cleveland Cavaliers and then they find him a coach like Mark Jackson. But that, but that, that push right there, you don't know my strategy. I don't have to tell my players uh, my strategy all the time. Maybe I'm getting kicked out of the game. Or maybe I am. I feel like the calls are bad as a coach. I can see it from both ways. But maybe I get kicked off the game, out of the game, because I want to see how my team responds to this adversity. They, they, they haven't seen me get kicked out, so let me try that. But looking at the push, it was two hands. He's got him off, and then at the last second, he kind of went with that one hand. Mm-hmm. 
for the last couple steps. Like, okay, go. We got that two hands game. that threw him in the stands. <laughs> that t- <laughs> he, he, he wasn't throwing. He was guiding him in the whole time. Like I said, I'm not trying to defend but okay, James but or okay, else, You look but at the video. I'm lo- it's right here. Now, watch, watch what the coach do. The coach is like he goes in a corner and just stay there. No, the coach keeps arguing with the ref. Yeah, from afar. You looking at the video? Uh, yeah, it's right here. Okay. Are you watching it? No, I'm not watching it, but I, I've seen it so many yeah. times. At the time, it was a close game. So, Le- uh, I think LeBron did was – he was just protecting the coach, protecting the so team. So, was he saying, look, Calm coach, coach European like, coach. <laughs> was he saying, look, European coach, we got – this is how we do it in the NBA. <laughs> we <No>. got this. Because, <laughs> you know, he was a, he's one of the top coaches in the uh, Europe League. Right. So, was he saying, this is how we do it in the NBA. I got this. He was telling the coach, it's not, it's not worth it. I can see. You know what, though? The I old, can see Kobe do you remember? That. Do you remember when LeBron James did it to Eric Spolster, the shoulder bump? Mm-hmm. Remember how everyone made that a big issue? Yeah. That, that, that relationship that went that. downhill after that, too. And uh, they, but they won a championship. Slightly. They did. Yeah. They won, yeah. they won two championships after that. If LeBron, so LeBron wanted but to, to move the coach to the side, tell him to calm down. <laughs> He's able to do that. If it's LeBron cannot respect the <laughs> Eric Spolster, then I don't know. what I'm, I'm baffled because... Well, if you don't know where a guy come from, this guy was doing film study when Le- LeBron wasn't even born. He might have been a baby, let's, let's say that. Mm-hmm. He was doing film studies for uh, teams. So he grew up in basketball, just like LeBron grew up playing basketball. There's no difference except one is on the, one is on the court getting more notoriety than the other. Right. It, it, I'm not going to hire a guy I don't think he – I'm not going to hire a explosive. I don't think he know basketball inside and out or he's willing to take in the – he's willing to take – the information that guys come from off the court mm-hmm. and apply it to all the film study he knows, mm-hmm. apply it to the game plan he knows. That's what great coaches do. But when you're when you a coach and you just figure, feel this is my way and this is the way it's going to work, you're, not gonna be a, you're just going to be a good coach at best. Yeah. Look at her percentage. Yeah, you got to be. ASU basketball. <laughs> you There's know, no you, offense you, right now for that you're team. You're so critical on ASU. You, you hard on ASU. And you're an ASU How, fan. Okay, hold on. You're the sure. biggest ASU fan. Well, you one of them. We are in Arizona, so you got to yeah. be one of them. But <laughs> you you hot on them boys. But look at ASU basketball But you want to see them right win. Now. I know. There is no offense whatsoever to that team. I can coach. Denver can coach them. Yeah. My my 11-year-old can coach them right now <laughs> and have a better offense than they do. And they wouldn't do any worse. No. They wouldn't do any worse. I'm drinking this Dutch Brothers coffee now. I apologize, Starbucks, because uh, – I'm, I'm kind of moving on. Don't, don't no, apologize. I'm not moving to on. You, you, it's actually good. It is. So you moving on? You want half of this? No. Okay. I, 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 I'm not sick. I never I'm not sick from brothers. the sickness you gave me. He came back. He was out for two weeks. I didn't get you sick. He was. You was sick. A week and a half. Um, he come back. Shaking so many hands. I had chills not for 36 hours. Hands. I might have been 48. Chills for 48 hours. <laughs> came back. So <laughs> I had to do. I had to narrow down what happened, and it was Demery. No. Dimmering. Common denominator. X Factor. But I think Dutch Brothers is pushing Starbucks out. Oh. Hey, nobody can push Starbucks I out. I know. That's, 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 a, that's a machine. You can only <laughs> ask Starbucks, can we sell a little bit of coffee too? Dutch, and, and this is good. This Dutch, Bush, Dutch Brothers coffee is good. See First time that, having it. See the little message it. you put on there? I see you? the little pink straw you gave me. <laughs> I didn't, they gave that to you. <laughs> <laughs> what, what a message I don't see no message You've been talking about a Dutch Brothers Coffee I don't see nothing but flowers That's the message No it's in the silver oh. Silver writing there <laughs> Where man You got me looking like uh, I got my glasses in here Because my eyes are blurry Just says welcome to DB 
Is that what you would Man, let's get back to it. I don't even see that anyway. <laughs> I sure don't, don't see it. All right. I apologize, listeners, because uh, I took a break looking for this thing. Anyway. Cardell Jones. Cardell Jones. Shaking my head. <laughs> you shaking shaking your head? my I'm, I'm, damn I'm, head. I'm, I'm on this subject. Cardell Jones, Ohio State's third string quarterbacks, played in three huge games. Some say he didn't do enough. Some say he needed to do more. Uh, he did enough. I say I'm, I'm in between. I'm stuck in between. You can't be in between. You got to be left well, or right. I'm going to define my in between this. You can't be in between on, a, on something like this. Y'all going to let me uh, speak. Um, um. 888-346-9144 <laughs> No, okay, I'm going to define it I'm going to define my in-betweenness I thought And Denver brought a little light to this In the three games he did play And I say, well, yeah, he did play in three major games He was He's a redshirt sophomore So it's not like he just popped up on the scene It's not like he a freshman mm-hmm. That played in three major games He's a redshirt sophomore who's eligible for the, the uh, NFL he played three major games, and they won those games. How many third-string quarterbacks could do that? All right, Doug, let me finish. I see your mouth ready to go. <laughs> <laughs> He's a redshirt sophomore. He's won big games. He looks good to me. I, didn't, I saw him running on a, a few highlights. He runs pretty well. He runs well. All right. If I'm a – if Jameis Winston wasn't coming out – and I'm Tampa Bay with the first pick. I'm not picking Marcus Mariota. I might mm. take a Cardell Jones. You might, yeah. I, but that's the first pick. That that's be that's ludicrous because you're taking a you're taking a guy who's played three college games, three major college games, as the number one pick over a guy who just won a Heisman. But Gino Toretto won a Heisman. We saw how that worked out. All right, I would I would make him a late first rounder, a late first rounder. He won't go past. He won't come out of the second round if I had anything to do with it. But I'm not asking him to start. I'm not asking this guy to start. If I take him in the second round, I'm not asking Cardio Jones to be a starter. Right. I'm coming to say, play your junior year in the NFL. Play your junior year in the NFL, your red shirt junior exactly. year in the NFL, and learn behind one of these guys that's, that we feel like we can maintain a good season with right at the moment until you pick up this offense. Now, when you go to Marcus Mariota, you look at a guy who's never under center in the NFL. You have to get under center. This was the this was the uh, big concern with the Green Bay Packers and Aaron Rodgers. If he was because of his calf, if he wasn't going to be able to be under center, mm-hmm. you would have made him one dimensional having a shotgun. Then that running game with Eddie Lacy, then that diminished the running game. You can run a midpoint, but the midpoint does no good because Aaron Rodgers is going to have to give the ball to him because he's not going to keep it and run. Now he could play action from the midpoint, but. If I'm that guy, okay, that's my Cardio Jones. That's my taking him in in the midpoint or second round. Now, the reason why the reason the other part of my fence, the in my in between this is that he's going back to Ohio State. Now he was a third string quarterback, and you mm-hmm. got two guys in front of him that's supposed to be so called better. What if he don't? How does Urban Meyer? Urban Meyer. Let's first of all, he's a selfish coach. Let's. How does he? Uh, how in the world does he decide who starts for him next year? When a guy could have went to the pros. Now I saw some matureness when this guy, when Cardio Jones said, "Well, I'm coming back to school for school." I saw some maturity. Yeah. Had that been me, because two years ago he <laughs> tweeted out, "Why, yeah. why am I here for school?" Right. Yeah. We don't go to school. Yeah. Yep. We're, we're here to play football. But he classes got a, are pointless. Well, that's, <laughs> that was an idiot. I had a bunch of idiots on my team from that's Detroit. True. 
But with Cardell Jones, and here's my point is, if I'm a GM or even a head coach of an NFL team, I'm looking at Cardell Jones if he declares for the draft. Mm-hmm. You've got three big games that you've actually played and started. Huge he, games. There's a couple other games. That's great to have on a resume, national championship. But my look is, okay, let's look at that Oregon game. What did you, Cardell Jones, do in that game to lead that team? Not a whole lot. Who led that team? Who carried that team for Ohio State was Ezekiel. Mm-hmm. Ezekiel's the monster. Two hundred some mm-hmm. yards. If I was Ezekiel, on the I ground, wouldn't play next year. Exactly. Two hundred some yards against Oregon. Mm-hmm. All right. That he carried that team. Cardell Jones, he was sixteen to twenty three for two hundred forty two yards with one touchdown. Would you say Oregon? Because you you a Pac twelve guy. Mm-hmm. Would you say Oregon is, is more physical than the, the Big Ten guys? Because because Ezekiel used to that power running. Oregon's not used to somebody running that running. No, on Oregon's like Oregon has speed, but I'll tell you what. Yeah. Ohio State. Showed they had speed too. A lot of people did not realize. See, I the see speed that's Ohio one thing State I had. did mm-hmm. because remember he used to he was in Florida. He recruited speed. Mm-hmm. He recruited right. speed. So, but then that, Al, I mean Alabama Ezekiel had a two hundred thirty yards, yards too. Twenty five carries. So, okay. And I will tell you, with those quarterbacks for Ohio State, first you had um, Braxton uh, Miller. Braxton Miller go down, mm-hmm. then JT. Mm-hmm. Those two quarterbacks was probably the best thing for Ezekiel to happen because that forced Urban Meyer to put the ball in his hand and really showcased what he had at that running back. If, and I'm sorry, but if you did not have Ezekiel back there, Bryson Miller was a running quarterback. He most was, time. but if you did Early not, his career. if if you did not give the ball to Ezekiel and have the skill set he does, I'm sorry, but Oregon and that Ohio State that national championship whole different ball game because I don't think Cardell has the the mental. Um, toughness, and even the maturity to lead that team. And that's where my biggest thing of going into the draft early like that is you haven't proven anything yet. Well, well we talking about a guy who two years ago said, what, what's the point of school and what's the point of classes? We, now we're watching the maturity level of a guy who is said. That, yeah, is that maturity or is that coaches writing that down saying this is what you need to say? It could be both because I don't know. Because you got to have a At this point, you undefeated in your college career. You almost James Winston. Except one game. James lost one game in college. He got to come out. He's the first pick. Now, I, I talked about this. And you know what? I want to talk about it more on the other side of this break. We're going to take a quick break. Kwame Lassie Sports Talk. Demer Lachey in the studio. Doug Bramer is, <laughs> <laughs> Doug is in, the, in the studio as well. We'll be right back. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. If you think you've seen online TV before, let us surprise you. VoiceAmerica.tv is online now. The leader in live Internet talk radio has done it again. Multiple channels, a state-of-the-art viewing experience, live and on-demand programs streaming 24 hours a day. It's exactly what you want, when you want it. VoiceAmerica.tv. From health and wellness to business, sports, and everything in between. Discover our new world. Visit VoiceAmerica.tv now and experience the future of online television. VoiceAmerica.tv. For 27 years, Kidstar has empowered thousands of kids across the country. And now we have the opportunity to empower children around the world. Kidstar is announcing a new radio show called Voyage Earth. Voyage Earth will empower kids from across the world. Kidstar has created a Kickstarter campaign just for this new undertaking. By pledging to Kickstarter, you pledge for a future of empowered people to come. My name is Mark from the tech team on Voice Market Kids Network. I want to thank you for being a backer of our Kickstarter Voyager. Kidstar, we empower kids. 
We are broadcasting from the Phoenix studios at voiceamerica.com. Variety Channel, Going Global with Gas Man, is the show that you are listening to. And joining me today is Sean Morley from the WWE, otherwise known as Val Venus, the big Val Boski. <laughs> Hello, ladies. <laughs> <laughs> and he's also got a third identification as well. He Absolutely. is Captain Cannabis. Live every Saturday at 1 p.m. Pacific time on the voiceamerica.com Variety Channel. Going global with gas. Man. How the hell do they know that I got gas? Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. I was just listening to 50 on the way in here. Can we get some Luke Bryan? Some Luke Bryan? What's that? Find this man some Luke Bryan. I don't know what that is. Uh, welcome back to the Carmen Live Sports Talk. 888-346-9144 is the number. It's Friday, man. It's Friday. You got a... Yes. What, what was that? In the club? Yeah, that's that's in the club. Let me tell you, girl. What, was, what song was I listening to? Let me find that song. Yeah, but I'll listen to 50 on the way here, and I always find something interesting. Uh, mm-hmm. I think the last thing... What was it? Monday? I was in here by myself. The last thing I found something interesting... Uh, coming into the studio was this guy flicking bullets, trying to get a book off his hand out the window, and he was <laughs> and he couldn't get it off, so he started doing it violently. And I knew exactly what it was because I do that sometimes. <laughs> but that's why I keep um, pause things you do in the car, man. That's why you got to have tinted windows. Know. <laughs> that's why I, uh, you got to have tinted windows. <laughs> no, I keep Q-tips now because I hate putting my finger up my nose. That's why I use Q-tips. I hate I interesting. Hate, I hate yeah. putting my finger in my nose. You know, your hand, you shake hands with so many people. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I've, I've seen people come out the bathroom and try to shake hands with me. I said, man, are you crazy? That's how you got sick. That's how I got sick because mm-hmm. you. No, you shaking everybody's hand out the bathroom. Now, I don't shake hands. I dap yeah. them up and keep them moving. Flipping boogers. I give them a, I give them a head <laughs> can we, nod. Can we get back to sports? This is sports. <laughs> We're talking about nose picking? <laughs> no, booger flicking is a sport. <laughs> it's like uh, it's like spitting how far you can spit. I know little kids, when we was a little kid, we said, who peed the furthest? Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> All right. <laughs> That's a sport. So, That's a sport. Cardell Phoenix Suns, Marquis. Well, oh, yeah. Let me, we're going to get it. Let me briefly on Phoenix Suns. But we back to Marquis. I mean, um, Cardell Jones. <sighs> I don't even know if he's going to be the starter next year. Now, we did. We were talking about a guy who says school is pointless. Mm-hmm. This before he had a little... Football fame. He didn't have any football success except in high school. When he came to Florida State, you had uh, Braxton Miller. Uh, who else was in front of him? Uh, the the people. Oh man, no, Pryor wasn't. No, Pryor was. Pryor he was left. gone. Pryor was wait. Pryor Just was in Braxton, the Braxton man. Honestly, Braxton Miller been holding it down since. But he's three yeah. years in a row. Yeah, but yeah. he was not the. Um, Cardell was the third string quarterback. Right, JT Barrett. JT. Was so you had, right. you had Braxton, JT, and Cardell. Well, now, what happens to Cardell if? He's not the starter next year. Just like Ezekiel, if I'm Ezekiel, I don't play next year. He's going to do what he said. He's going to get his college degree, and that's what's more important to him right now. So he's been going to school for a guy who said school wasn't important. If I don't start at Ohio State, I'm still getting a degree. That's basically what he, what he's saying. That's but more important look, to him right now. With this offseason, you could look at JT Barrett or even um, Braxton transferring to another school. Don't you don't even know what's going to happen. If I'm right. JT Barrett, I wouldn't go Bra- anywhere. Braxton can't, Braxton he can't can. transfer. Yes, he can. Braxton can. Yeah, but he's going to have to sit out unless he go down no, a level. Down because level. he graduated. And therefore, oh, okay. you get that extra year to play. Kind of like what well, same thing Russell Wilson did from North Carolina yeah, State. And, went to and then he went to Wisconsin and played right away because he has that one year left of eligibility. 
So Braxton Miller, if I'm Braxton Miller, yeah, I'll definitely get out of town. I Braxton, mean, I'll, I'll go to Michigan State. I'll think because, about it. And I'm sorry, but I think JT Barrett's a little bit above Braxton as far as the quarterback goes. I think uh, Cardiel, well, both of them. Yeah. Right. I, they now, both got if, stronger arms than Braxton. Braxton's just a better athlete yeah. right around. But now if I'm Urban Meyer and I've got those three quarterbacks to choose from, I'm mm-hmm. going to sit down with Braxton and say, I'm yeah. going to move you to a slot. Oh. If you don't like it, then go. Because I don't <laughs> see. That's I mean, what, that you sound like every mind too. You sound just like every mind. You might look like a little bit. You look like a little bit. Look what that does to your offense. That's why I say that does to your offense by moving him to a slot, bringing JT Barrett in at the quarterback. Because now you can run a wildcat. Yeah, you can run. You know, a little wide receiver sweep with a pass down deep. It opens up your offensive playbook a lot more by pushing him out to a slot receiver. It does, but that but that man had aspiration of being a quarterback somewhere. Then okay, then I mean, he was a two-time Big Ten Player of the Year. And you gonna sit, put him in all all conference, two time quarterback. At the, that's disrespectful. And you won the conference championship. You would not want somebody to do that to you. But I, I see where right. you're coming from. I, no, I, and I understand yeah, as far I, as Braxton Miller goes. Yeah. yeah. Does Braxton want to do that? If not, then you've got to reevaluate. But what are you so gonna you, do so as you Urban Meyer? You giving Braxton Miller an ultimatum? You doing this? Or, uh, I, I hate to tell you that because you can. Urban Meyer can look at but the quarterback he has behind. You promised this kid that you was gonna play this position. You was gonna be my guy, and mm-hmm. he was that guy for three years, wasn't he? Yeah, he was. And he was two-time All-Big Ten. Because you're trying to better the offense for it. I'm sorry, so but you as a head him, coach. See, here we go. Okay, let me sit up in my seat now. I was just chilling. I was relaxing. So, okay. <laughs> now you're asking him to compromise what he wants, what his passions are, for the sake of the team. But when, when does the team and the organization do something for the player? Because, because he became Big Ten, you put him at quarterback. Well, you recruited him. You recruited these guys. Mm-hmm. This kind of Le- LeBron James says something that made sense. Okay. To, well, it always made sense to me. But he said this uh, same thing, and it, he was being sarcastic uh, when he said it to the media because they asked him all this question. Then LeBron said, "Well, that's one thing I want to say that, that's really bothered me. Uh, how come when a player does something for himself, it's, it's looked at as selfish and and, and whatever uh, bad or negative connotation that he added to it? But then when the ownership does it, mm-hmm. it's business." See, this is the same thing. And I'd right. say it, man. Didn't I say this before we even got into when we started talking about Urban Meyer? He's selfish. I've, I've known coaches in the Big Ten that say he sends them tape without the motions. He just sends the final formations, mm-hmm. but he never sends the motions. So, you know, when, oh, you, yeah. when you're preparing for a team, right. you got to see the motions, so how the, the adjustments, the sight adjustments. Mm-hmm. But what he does is just send the final formation. You, and, Doug, you show. <laughs> some people think that's smart. I mean, some people <laughs> think that's cheating. That's not cheating. You're not. That's cheating. How's that cheating? That's cheating. This is rude. Because it's so rude. This is rude. Just rude. It's smart. It's rude. So you got uh, cheating would be sending a tape that has so nothing famous, to do with your so offense. So famous and popular. Yeah, that's that's, that's cheating. What'd you say? Cheating would be sending some tape that that's has nothing up. to do with your offense whatsoever. That's, that's messed up. That's that. like <laughs> I'm gonna tell you why that's true. <laughs> Let me tell y'all why that's not true. And y'all and both of y'all know, it, but y'all acting crazy. He sends the final formation. He never sends the the motion of how mm-hmm. they got to that formation. Mm-hmm. But don't you know they get those tapes from not just from him when they exchange tapes? They don't get it just from him. They get it from Northwestern. If they play Northwestern the game before, right, right. they get it from right. Michigan. They get it from um, yeah. who else? And that's just the coaching carousel right. of that. that right. They all get it from the same place. But when they get a tape from Urban Myers, <laughs> it's totally different. It's a whole same offense, same formations, motions and everything. But Urban Myers just have the set formation. So you preparing for that, but you're not preparing for the motions. So you don't know if to bring in another corner or another linebacker. Mm-hmm. That's cheating. That's okay. That's okay. Not oh, let's 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 find a better. Let's find a 
a worse word. <laughs> a worse word. <laughs> a worse word. <laughs> I think that's, unprof- over here. that's unprofessional. That's like Spygate. And, and, you know, and really to touch uh, base on Braxton Miller again and moving him to a slot, he's I think 6'2". He's not going to be an NFL top quarterback. Wait a minute, Drew Brees no. is six. Drew Brees five eleven. I played with him. Uh, okay, but Drew Brees is Drew Brees also. Well, you you got to give Braxton Miller a chance to be Braxton Miller, right? What if somebody told you you couldn't be what you want to be? That'll be you will say I show you. You will say I know you. Right. You say I show you, and right. you'll go do it. Right. Drew Brees. We talking about Drew Brees as being Drew Brees now because of all the things he's done. Mm-hmm. But I remember they were trying to cut. They cut Drew Brees in San Diego. But do you not do you not think by Urban Meyer putting Braxton out as a slot will give him a better chance as far as drafting it and stocking the NFL, being able to play quarterback and receiver? Yeah, he he'll be a, he'll be a, a a more valuable commodity. Exactly, and that's the point I'm trying to get at. By Urban Meyer putting him out there, not only does that help Urban Meyer and Ohio State their offense, if, but that's uh, going to help Miller, Braxton. What if B. Miller say I want to play quarterback? And he you've said, got re- "You've got to address you it." You got to go then, huh? Yeah, then that's <laughs> ultimate. Then you gave him ultimate. Okay, okay. I don't do well with ultimate, so I can look at this way. Say, Braxton comes back, says, "No, I'm gonna play quarterback." What are you going to do with your other two quarterbacks that are starting anywhere? In case he get hurt, then they are gonna come and play. Nothing, nothing changes. Ain't not changing. Look, what was you doing with the first two anyway? When Braxton was playing, they was watching. But did you know or did you realize what you had in those two I'm quarterbacks? I'm pretty sure uh, Urban yeah. Meyer did. Yeah, he drafted That's why he said no, that's why no hesitation came out but when Cardell stepped in as third string quarterback. He was like, oh, well, yeah. And don't get me Cardell. wrong. You're going to you you draft like, those guys. He knew guys. what he had. You know, you know what you mm-hmm. have, but I don't think you fully know what you have you remember, in a game time situation. You remember, uh, you watch a lot of football. You remember when USC and Miami uh, Hurricane, you remember when they were backups, when you were here about a guy for one year, but he was on that team for three or four years? All they played was one Sanchez. year. Yeah. Yeah. But they, they got they got starters three yard three um three people deep. Mm-hmm. Right. They have starters three people deep. And don't get me wrong, I think any coach, whether high school, junior high, college, NFL, would love to be in the position Urban Meyer is with his quarterback situation. Urban Meyer just seemed to be a winner, but he is crooked. And, yeah. I, and, and not crooked, but uh he is <laughs> he is unethical. I I'll say this. I'll say uh saying that to say this too. I talked about the film. But then if you said when he left Florida, this BS to leave Florida to get it, all his money was, um, I'm having some health issues. I want to spend time with my family. Then take a job next year. Come on now. Y- y'all know what y'all. <laughs> He's a winner. Can't deny that. The guy wins. Mm-hmm. He knows how to recruit. Somebody knows how to recruit. Like Marty Schottenheimer, great coach. In my opinion, he's a knucklehead. Mm-hmm. But he can't win a big game. But Marty, know what Marty does? He brings the his assistant coach are the greatest around. He let them do their job all the way yeah. up until a championship game. Then Marty gets involved and loses a championship game mm-hmm. all the time, all the time. Phoenix Suns, Markeith Morris ducking the media. This was out about two days ago. I mean, he had this great game against the Cleveland Cavaliers. We were talking about earlier. We started all talking about LeBron James and the Cleveland Cavaliers and, and uh, Dave Black. Markeith has a great game against them. I think he puts up 35 points. Yeah, career high 35 Career high points. 35 points, University of Kansas. Um, okay. I, I don't. <laughs> I, really, I really don't. I really don't. <laughs> uh, but what, what will make you do that? What makes you duck the media after that? Who cares? You, I mean, what I made him do it? Care. What made him probably care. prompted is watching oh, Marshawn Lynch. Huh? Yeah, that too. And but, but the media. They, but go, go ahead, Demery, because I'm yeah, gonna speak just, on it a little bit. I mean, just because the media never came up to him to begin with in the first place. And that's Unless how it was he, like that's some how issue with the coach mm-hmm. and 
Oh, now you want to talk to me now, but honestly, I, I really could care less. Yeah, because I'm not going to hit 35 Moore every saying night. He ain't playing All Star Weekend. He's not going to be. <laughs> Watch I mean, him out now. Don't, don't be disrespectful. I'm not going to be disrespectful. My, my but I'm, I'm, I mean, yeah, he's he's a good <laughs> NBA player. I mean, he belongs in the NBA. Some guys don't belong, mm-hmm. but he definitely belongs in the NBA. He, he definitely should be playing like the way he should. And I mean, come on, he ain't going to put up no 30, 30 points like that ever again. I mean, you don't see you don't see him being on the uprise right now. No. On look, at, look at he last year. He, he's playing, no, he's not on the uprise. He's playing that so way. So that's the because, best he's going to be right there. Yes. Okay. This is the best you're going to get. Look out at what of he did last year and look at what he's doing this year. I, th- I see an uprise. Not maybe not a consistent thirty point plus game. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't see no thirty point. I don't see a consistent. It's it more, be magical, but right. I don't see it. Yeah, I mean it's more consistent uh his play this season than it was last year. Last year you seen flashes. Some of these shots didn't go down from Mark Keith or Marcus right. Morris. But now those shots are going down. They're playing more they have a that team is more together now. This is last True. year they were just put together. Now they know each other. Right. So yeah, the play is going to become better, but this is the as best it's going to get. Honestly. Well I for, one of the, one of the things me. I feel like he didn't do the interview because mm-hmm. when he wasn't hitting 35 points, you didn't want to talk to him. Now right. I hit 35 points. I understand that. And the uh, NBA, MLB, NFL, a lot of these teams, it is mandatory that you talk to the media afterwards. That's for their league. That's for their – to bring the fans more – to be the, bring the fans more closer to the player. Right, behind the scenes. Behind the scenes, yeah. You want to have an interview because he had a great, he had a great uh, game. Mm-hmm. But when you don't have a great game, well, sometimes when you don't have a great game, they still want to talk to you about actually what happened. But the media is never, I mean never, on your side. they the quickest thing to turn in the left, hurt, left hook. Mm-hmm. They are never on your side. I don't care how great the story is because tomorrow they're going to write a bad one about you. Right. So I understand that. I don't have a problem with it. I don't have a problem with it. What I do have a problem with is uh, what Demery said. That's the best he's going to be. <laughs> he's, 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 he's gotten better since last year. And if you no, put it's just the team is uh, gluing together well. I mean, it's yeah, but that's more, a, that's what he, the team's he getting better. He's not getting better. He's just as good cool. as he was last season. It's just now the he's offense is run more fluently. The, the rebounding, him getting in the right positions more fluently because that's it getting comes better with time. Because you know what it be. The team becomes better, not right. necessarily his game. His game makes the I team better. I think his better. game looks the same as it did last season. Honestly. I, I, I think you just watching highlights. I'm not watching the highlights. I don't think you watching <laughs> games. I watch. I watch the Suns. They, they don't show nothing else out here. Yeah, you I mean, might be talking you know? about Marcus Morris because you know they are twins. <laughs> they are twins. I mean, honestly, I couldn't tell them apart. Honestly, we got two. Tw- we got the, twin brothers without the names on the back or Markeith and yeah, the numbers. And yeah. yeah, we got Markeith and uh, Marcus Morris, um, two brothers, two twin brothers, playing on the same team. I don't know. Pau Gasol and uh, Marc Gasol, have they ever played on the same team together? Yes. They have? If, was yeah, that in Memphis? Yeah. It wasn't in Memphis, uh, was it? Uh, yeah, they no, played. No, I'm, not I talk, I'm they talking played, about NBA. Played, not, uh, not over, not over in uh, I think they Spain. played a year together in Memphis before Powell got traded. Like to Maybe that midseason, yeah, then he got traded. Cause, uh, what do you guys make on this then? Rookie. What do you guys make uh, about this? Uh, Austin going to uh, the Clippers. Uh, that saves his NBA career first and foremost. Wait, his he gonna his, his dad gonna play his son because he was How? he was falling. He, he was falling in the world. Isn't that his say- falling? He fell. <laughs> <laughs> he the number Honestly, ten. Honestly, I was I was a uh, I was a big fan of Rivers at in Duke. college. Yeah, yeah Duke. in college. And then he just you know, and when the games got deeper and deeper in the tournament, he. But do fell you guys apart, do you guys think? No, because it was good in Duke. So I'm but I'm gonna ask the question anyway. 
Was was he that good to get drafted, or because his dad was his dad? No, it was because his draft class. That draft class yeah. was pretty weak. So I then remember. he was weak. To answer your question, was he that good to go a top? No, he. If he would have went any other the year after or the year before, he would not have won. So you can't. So he, he shouldn't have went in the NBA draft period. But because of the lack of uh, stardom, I guess the the lack of talent that year that he went. I mean, you Just know, gets put you got to get it where you Cardale Jones. You got to yeah. get in where you fit in. <laughs> you got to take that ticket. Austin Rivers goes to the L.A. Clippers, and you say to revise his career. I say the draft was weak, which uh-huh. made him weak. So it made sense to come out if you're trying to, yeah, if yeah, you're trying to collect. Yeah, yeah, if you're trying right. to collect, because because um, uh, his dad gonna make him go back to college and get that degree, and because it's from Duke, okay. so that only makes mm-hmm. sense. But you the number, you the number tenth pick in the first round. You can't be averaging seven points. Right, you can't Absolutely. not be averaging seven points for two teams, <laughs> and now you in the clip. This is this is thirteen. No, because he was going. He was uh, going no, to three way team. He was with the Pelicans from the from the get go, I believe. He got drafted. Yeah, him and Anthony Davis got drafted. Right, same time, and then yeah, this is his second team now. So he he can't be no bit like you say. You a top ten pick. You can't be on the bench. I'm a I'm a gun till I get at least ten points. I'm gonna be in double figures. I mean, he's gonna compete with who? JJ Redick, Jamal Crawford. <laughs> Chris Paul. So you how do you how you revive his Yikes. career? How you revive his career if he can't get on the court? I mean, he's gonna find some minutes here and there. So hopefully he can make the best of Doc it. Doc Rivers is making a big mistake. Putting this on it. But it'd be the first time in NBA history a son and dad, a father and son team mm-hmm. on the same team. If he plays or whenever he he will play, he will get in. Hopefully he'll become but, a defender. You know, that could be <laughs> That's the only way he should get on. Because oh, they got offensive power there. Yeah. And no, no maybe if they blowing that. teams out, if they blowing the, if they blowing the Knicks out, or if they blowing the Philadelphia 76ers out. Well, there's been rumors about Jamal Crawford being traded too. So you Crawford's, I know who the who the idiot gonna do that? You can't afford him. Do you know how much you want money win, is over there? You want to win a championship? You want to win a championship? <laughs> if Crawford go anywhere, he should go to Indianapolis, Indiana. Oh no, mm. he should go to Indiana. Oh no, they need somebody to PG thirteen come back. They need something. Yeah, you're right. And by the way, with Morris, yeah. talking back on Morris, his stats from last year was 13 points a game. He's up to 15 points a game. Same play. That's an uprise. Same That's play. an uprise. A few more hey, shots feel- are going in. What? One more shot going yeah, in. field goal percent. Everything's up from <laughs> last year. Everything up from last year, though? Everything. Everything. Now, and, because, but, on, but 35 but was know, extreme. <laughs> now, we, we, know why, we know why Kwame likes Morris, so. Yeah, he's, he's, yeah, because he's, he's, yeah, right, he's, right. he's, he's a Jayhawk. Jayhawk. Rock talk. Come on. I, I, thought, I thought he should stay in school because I wanted the school to be profit more than him. He, he, if they stay in school, Marquise and Marcus stay in school, we win a national championship. But, hey, first year, though, 2011-2012 uh, season, 7.4 points. Let's take a quick break. We can talk about that because y'all ain't going to talk about my, my Jayhawks. Quam Lots Sports Talk. We'll take a quick break. We'll be right back. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. Get ready to talk sports with the big guys. Tune in to Lockdown Coverage with Keith Lewis every Tuesday for the inside and outside of the business of sports. Keith and his guests will provide expert commentary and answer all of your burning questions about your favorite team, the players, and what's next. It's time to have fun with the game. Listen for Lockdown Coverage with Keith Lewis and his favorite co-hosts every Tuesday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. The talk doesn't get any hotter. 
What does success mean to you? Is it being just like the person on the other side of the fence where the grass is supposedly greener? We harbor too many feelings of envy and suppressed anger targeted at others, and it's holding us back from our success. Tune in to Wealthy Thoughts with Richard Levy. Just by listening, you'll be empowered to make positive lifestyle changes to live the successful life that you deserve to live. Wealthy Thoughts can be heard every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. We are broadcasting from the Phoenix studios at voiceamerica.com. Variety Channel, Going Global with Gas Man is the show that you are listening to. And joining me today is Sean Morley from the WWE, otherwise known as Val Venus, the big Val Boski. <laughs> Hello, ladies. <laughs> <laughs> and he's also got a third identification as well. He Absolutely. Is Captain Cannabis. Live every Saturday at 1 p.m. Pacific time on the voiceamerica.com Variety Channel. Going global with gas. Man, how the hell do they know that I got gas? Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Welcome back. Come last sports last segment. It's going to go by fast. We got about three more topics we want to touch on, but I don't know if we're going to get to them at all. Probably uh, not. Probably, yeah, probably not. Because uh, I did want to talk about uh, Larry Fitzgerald. Speaks about, he oh. speaks, uh, when he talks about the Cardinals, he talks about the Cardinals as, uh, I'm out of here. But the Cardinals, are, those, I th- real quick, let's get on and get off this subject. The Cardinals go strong on him and, and try to mess up his good guy image. By saying, oh, uh, we, no, we. they're we, not going to do that. Oh, yes, they are. They, they're not going to do it, but that's their, they're counting on him to be a good guy. My problem with Fitzgerald is, is he's too nice. Everything mm-hmm. he's done for the car. He, he, you, you haven't heard a bad thing about Larry uh, as far as business, professionalism, uh, athletic. You haven't mm-hmm. heard a bad thing yeah. about him. But they choose not to throw him the ball or put him in some games when he's ready to play. If a guy like Larry uh, Fitzgerald say, I'm ready to play or I can play, and he, you don't get him in. And, mm-hmm. and I understand when Bruce, Bruce Arians say the days of throwing to one guy is gone, Larry having 120. At this, end, at this part of his career, he's not going to have 120 receptions. No. But he could have 75-80. Yeah. 75-80 helps the Cardinals win. But you also have Michael Floyd up there who's coming into his own. You also have John right. Brown coming to his own. So your passing game should be top, in the, top five in mm-hmm. the league. When you got those guys, nobody can defend those three guys. No. Nobody. Well, and that's what I don't understand about Larry. But you got to have a running game, too. You do. And that's the thing Cardinals need to work on. $23.6 million due to him next year. Goodness gracious. Right. But look at Larry, even when his dad was bad-mouthing uh, bad the organization, and he stepped in and said, hey, that's my mm-hmm. dad, that's not me. I mean, that's just, that is Larry Fitzgerald. And, and that's what the Cardinals counting on. Right. And you've got a lot of fans that's going to be disappointed in the organization if they get rid of Larry. Yeah. You, a you, lot you of fans. You're going you gonna to have a... The Cardinals don't want to don't want to travel down this road. I'm telling you what I know. <laughs> they don't want to make they don't want the fans to turn on them oh, no. by not doing yeah. this. Uh, I mean, twenty three point six million. That's a lot of money, it is. especially at thirty one years old. Right. Well, he's still, huh? I know some quarterbacks are getting that at thirty one years old. But are they getting hit every single down like a receiver? No, a receiver at thirty one is different than a quarterback at thirty one too. Why? Why is that? Because you're taking a lot of punishment. I've, I've never seen I've never seen Larry take a big hit and didn't get up. I've seen no, some. He's got, he's got taking big hits and got up. Yeah, but I've seen some quarterbacks take big hits and didn't get up. That's true. 
So yeah. uh, and the quarterback, quarterbacks are more likely to take a big hit because they get the ball every play. Larry, where Larry, he don't. And well, but Larry's but been, he can double. But he's team. been playing more of that slot position where you're. Yeah, a they lot put him in the slot. Yeah, and if you put him in the slot. You getting hit by linebackers now? Yeah, yeah. Well, we talking but about a guy who touches the ball what four or five times a game? Right. That's that's not acceptable. At the most eight, ten, and <laughs> he what you get about what maybe one or two big hits if you can touch Larry. I mean, that's I've seen Larry get smashed and still but get tw- in the end zone. Yeah, but twenty three and a half million. That's a that's a lot. Yeah, that's a lot of money. Now, why you why you, you, why, why you give it to him then? Why you, why, how is that a contract? The, the Kobe system. That's why you give it yeah. to him. Like because how he's Kobe get paid. Well, he's so then fits. okay, but he's, so now it's him to say I want to take a pay cut. If he don't say take a pay cut, mm-hmm. the Cardinals want him. The fans say right, Larry is looking selfish. He don't take right. a pay cut. He worked for that money. He did. He worked. He didn't do anything. Mm-hmm. That says I'm not worth twenty three point six million dollars. If they didn't have the money to give to him, they wouldn't have gave it to him. If they're not making at least double or triple that, they can't give it to him. This big business, baby, you don't, you're not gonna tell mm-hmm. me that he's not worth that money. I say, well, I say, take some of that money and put it up front, so now you can get some players in here. But don't make it look like Larry's the bad guy. My problem again, my problem with Larry is he's too nice of a guy. Right. He don't want to mess up his Im- image. The Cardinals hope he thinking that he don't want to mess up his image. But Larry got to take care of Larry now. But you can't look at the with the Cardinals saying, well, we don't have the money. Kime has come out and said his salary is in our budget. We have budgeted in oh, it our is. area. So you can't come back and say, well, we need the extra cap space. Right. I understand cap space. I understand all that. Yeah. But don't come out publicly and say, we have him budgeted in. And you know why And then did come that. back and say, well, we had to get rid of him to you know create some uh, extra cap space and get some uh, extra players But in. you know why they mm-hmm. did that? You were right. You know why they did that? So they can let the public know, now the ball's in uh, Larry, Larry's right. court. Yeah. Smart, but it's Yeah, they're going to throw it in Larry's hands and, like you said, make him become a bad guy because, they, I mean, they got a, they got a lot to think about right now uh, pretty soon because you got Cromartie, who contract is up. He's a free agent. I'm not, worried, with, I'm no. not worried about him. D line. That's and, uh, one guy I will get rid of. What about the D line? Was named Dan Williams. Or? Oh, I was, I'll yeah. sign him. I'll resign him. You have to sign him. Yeah, I'll resign him. And then you got Larry Foot at linebacker. You gonna go through a whole new season where you gotta find a new middle linebacker. You also a new got linebacker um, process because the guy who was out last season through due to domestic violence. <laughs> I mean, he'll be who? back. Who? What's his name? Washington or something? Oh, Daryl Washington. He's Washington. not back. He, he coming no? back? No, he's coming back. He, he was just got suspended I, I one would, season. No, I understand that, but I'm, as far as the Cardinals go, I want to bring him back. See, you can work for the Cardinals because yeah. that's how you, that's how they think. I'll bring him back because <laughs> because well, okay, you know what? But what issue are going to deal with him this year coming up? He had never played. If the lead, if the <laughs> if the lead accepts him back in, then out the Cardinals. Cardinals, you're not you're not the the uh, New England Patriots. New England Patriots, they getting right. rid of everybody. They they not bringing a guy like that back into the organization. They are not bringing in the Hernandez back into the organization. Daryl Washington is great. I'm not saying his talent deserved. His talent is supposed to overlook that domestic right. violence. If it, can't, if it was up to me, he would never play another down in the, NBA, in the NFL. Right. Never. Never. Because there's a blueprint to everything. There's a case law to every study, everything that goes on. So when these guys get in trouble, to me, this is their second offense. Because somebody has already been in that same trouble. So you know the consequences. You know the punishment. Now you decide to do the same thing like nothing's going to happen to you. Or this is your first offense. That's your second offense. So you do it one more time, three strikes, you out. Right. So you only got two strikes physically. Mm-hmm. So because of case, stu- case law, when, when you go to court, and you should know this, when you go to court, the crime and the punishment sometimes is different depending on what color you are, but let me move past <laughs> that. 
Let me move past that. When you go to court and let's say you 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 rob the bank, there's a sentence for robbing the bank. Mm-hmm. There's also a sentence for what kind of actions you took in robbing that bank, what kind of plans you took in robbing the bank, if I can prove that. Mm-hmm. But you so, also have a lot more just not the crime itself, but what your what is your past? Right, right. Because and you it, can have two people, one person robbed bank his first time doing it. Yep. He's gonna get probably probation, maybe a little bit. Probation? Of time. For robbing a bank? You would know hey, better than I would, but our justice system. But and, and, <laughs> and this is just for talk. But yeah. you know, so he gets probation, maybe maybe a little bit of jail time. You uh-huh. get somebody that's robbed a bank, has done X, Y, and Z uh-huh. crimes. Oh, yeah. oh, he's he's, he's going to go. Oh, you he's know, gone. but you can he's have gone. somebody. It's just I mean we're not <laughs> going to get into that kind of stuff. And, but it's just it's it's the NFL, man. And as an owner, am I going to want to take a chance that oh, he's Washington. already done this? Here, here's the thing. I've I, I've heard this. Uh, you know, I've heard this in the locker room. And I've been around. And I also heard uh, heard it on the radio. The problem with the NFL. Let's let's say let's stay on Daryl Washington's case. The problem with the NFL and maybe NFL teams is when you suspend a guy, you take him away from everything he knows. You take him away from the football program. Right. Why not put him in that locker room and so he can see how detrimental he could be was to that team for not being in that lineup or be around some guys who's in that lineup that's doing it right mm-hmm. and let them mentor him. Because he's still a – he was a young guy pretty right. much. So be, put him around some guys that's going to do the right thing. That stuff rubs off. When you hang around certain people, it rubs off on you. I, I'll give you a great example because I know you want to go to – great example. I never used to cuss until I, until I started listening to rap music. But that was my own thing. Right. I, and so I started going to Walmart who didn't have cursing words in their in, in – their, um, Music, but then I found myself still you saying the cuss right. words. So th- when you when you put yourself around the same thing or you hear the same thing, it rubs off on you. I mean, you still can have sense enough not to not to do it or say it. But keep a guy like that or any guy who's been suspended around guys who are doing it right. Well, look at Patrick Peterson and the Honey Badger. Look at Honey Badger's past. That's a and good. And he came yeah. in, and Patrick Peterson he was right there with him, kind of right. mentoring him. Right. And have you heard heard any issue? At all, come out with Tyrant. No, Not, haven't, haven't. You know, so and that's basically to go back to your point is the uh, the mentor and all that stuff with these guys. But it's just as an owner, do you want to take a chance on somebody that's already committed? Whether it's TV, um, you know, you look at Adrian Peterson and the the child abuse. Mm-hmm. Do you want to put that guy back in your organization? One as a fan base, mm-hmm. you know, what's your fan base going to do and say? But then. Is he going to do something again that now you're in the same situation? Or is he going to learn from it? And that's a big chance you're going to have to take and realize, is this something that I can afford that if he goes down, we have somebody that can come up and step in? And, and, and you, made it, you, you gave an example as far as your, your X, Y, and Z. Darrell Washington has had, before that, that last, before that domestic violence, he's had other stuff mm-hmm. prior to that. Ah. So if he did, if he was to come back, and and do something else. He should never play another down in the NFL. He should never. As as much as I have to say, my likes and dislikes about the NFL, uh, it is it is a privilege really to really play in the NFL. It's, it's, oh yeah. It's um uh, it's something you it's a uh, it's some guys take for granted. They just because there's so many guys that's better than guys that's in the NFL that's not in the NFL. And then when you can't get there, because that's a hard thing. The right. politics to come with it. Right. The um. The timing that comes with it because you go in the right situation. I wasn't drafted, uh, and I played in the NFL for a long time. But there, I know there was guys in my neighborhood in Newport News. It's a factory. It's a farm system. Right. Them guys, there's some guys that was better than me, and I know they were better than me, but they weren't smarter than me 
because I had the uh, patience to whatever was for me, I could wait for. Mm-hmm. And well, there's not a lot of guys like that. So if you're Larry Fitzgerald, what do you do? You come back for the Cardinals, you take a pay cut, or you say, see ya? I'm, I'm going I'm to go in that meeting and say, how many times am I going to get the ball again? And I'm going to make it sure you throw me the ball. Not to lose, not, not to um, dictate the game that you have to give me the ball this amount of time, but you're not going to – I can't be under the same system I was under. Or I go to um, – who, who I say was a good team for him to go to? Or I go to, uh, I can't go to, I go to, no. There's a team for him right. that's winning. I'm not saying take a step back. But you're definitely, if you're Larry, you're going to. I'm going to weigh my you're, options. You're t- this is my last. I'm, pro- I'm, right. I'm going to go into the Hall of Fame. But if you stay with the Cardinals, you've got to understand your touches are not going to be there because Shit. of the other receivers they have. Who's better than Larry Fitzgerald over there right now? No one's better than Larry, but you've got other options you can go to. It's not like and that's the Larry a good thing. Past yeah, but that's a good thing. That he's the only one you have to throw to. Who's the best receiver on your team when you was the receiver on your team? Me. Uh, no, nah, for real. <laughs> <laughs> hey, chill out. <laughs> no, honestly, we had a guy named uh, Donald Spencer. He transferred in from Michigan State. Dude was a monster. But but then, okay, yeah, so you you got two guys up there you could throw the ball to. Yeah. Having options are good, but that that's that, – Helps you with a defense that's they can't put pressure right. on you because now I got to understand hot routes and hot reads. But mm-hmm. if I'm Larry and I know there's a couple other guys on this receiving core that can catch the ball and can mm-hmm. do some damage, I'm gonna stay here because that's gonna be a factor to win the game mm-hmm. and put us in a better spot to win the championship. I, I, I will listen to negotiations, Definitely. I will see how much money of this 23.6 million dollars they want to put up front that's guaranteed to me because they can cut Larry if they want to. Mm-hmm. And, right. and and they say they want Steve Kimes and the rest of those guys say. They're not going to cut Larry, but they could trade Larry. Right. They could trade him. Now, how much of this money are you going to put up front for me that's guaranteed to me? If not, I didn't get into the NFL to be average. Mm-hmm. I, came, I got in the NFL to be great. Right. So the Hall of Fame is in his reach. Why would I stay here and, and only get four balls a game? And well, four targets. Let me say that. Four targets a game. And the thing with the Cardinals, too, is the quarterback spot is up in the air. And so the Car- are, are you going to have three different quarterbacks again this year? Cardia Jones. That's been Larry's, Jones. <laughs> <laughs> been Larry's career, man. Cardia Jones. You better so, go get him. Larry's been him doing up. that all his career, though. What? Right. Battling quarterbacks, finding Larry, the quarterback Larry him. did the Cardinals a favor by Warner. coming back when Fitzgerald, I mean, when, um, uh, Kurt, Jay, Warner. Kurt Warner left. Yeah. Yeah. He did him. Oh, yeah. There was no quarterback here. He did them a favor. He helped them build that stadium because coming back with no one to throw him the football. Mm-hmm. So now it's time to do him a favor. Bring a quarterback in here. Carson Palmer was. I like how he finished the season before getting hurt. Yeah. Oh, he did what he needed to do. I mean, I've never. Carson Palmer, the quarterback. Him. They they might be playing the Green Bay Packers right now. Exactly. On Sunday. A lot of people think that too. They might be playing the Green Bay Packers. All right. Do you guys see this? Well, we we had about three more things. We stuck on uh, Larry and the Cardinals, and some more domestic violence with uh, who they bring back. Again, I, I go back to case study. These guys, it's not the any trouble you get in today, as far as the NFL is concerned. It's not the first time it happened. So now you go on two strikes. You get three strikes, you gone. I like to see Daryl Washington back. Don't forget they have a uh, who's the D line. We got about forty five seconds. They get another D line who was out. Darnell Darker. Darnell Darker. They got he yeah. nine million total cap. Yeah. He has to take a pay cut if he want to keep tweeting. <laughs> Shower <laughs> pictures. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he want to keep tweeting, but I think Darrell, I think uh, Darnell Darkett, uh is a benefit for the Cardinals if he take yeah. a pay cut. But that's a lot of money out there. But you talking about you talking about money. That the owners make, or you talking about owners' money that the players make? Right. And we, this is a conversation we could make a whole show about this. Mm-hmm. About 
what money goes where and how they distribute it. But then you, you also talk about TV money. You talk about how the revenues go up every year. You talk about before the ball even kicked off, how much 12, 12 million or oh, 15 million has been made mm. before they even kicked the ball yeah. off. Players have a right, man. It is Friday. You guys have a safe Friday. We got Doug Bramer in the uh, studio, uh, Demery Lachey, Frenchie. I was the best receiver on my team. No, you won't. No, you I, just led, I led our team in receptions every year. Y'all just mean you're the best. Hey, just don't, hey, that women means lie, no one want to guard you and you were open. Women lie, men we out of here. Don't. I, I apologize for the bickery <laughs> y'all heard at the end of the show. We out of here. Cromwell Sports Talk, we out. for tuning in this week. Join us every Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday at 12 noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific Time for another edition of Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network.